B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. All we need is a ten and a fiver, a car and a key and a sober driver. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. Welcome to the Beer Run, part of the BSM Beer Network, the only Saints podcast with a two-drink minimum and takes as bad as working the chains at a Saints game. That's a joke, boy. You missed it. Went right past you. You gotta keep... I say you gotta keep on your toes. Put toes at it. Oof. Too soon? Ouch. Too soon? Ouch. <laughs> I am the California Cajun. I just beat Dale in fantasy football. This is Little Dice. How you doing, Dale? <laughs> What's up, Craig? I, I um appreciate that. You know, look, you, you got to win. Look, uh, the sun sun will shine on a monkey's ass. You know, every so often, and you know. No, you you got to understand. I don't care about it, and you do. So when I beat you, it's extra special because yeah. then I can pretend to care for long enough to make you feel bad about yourself. Yeah, there you go. It's, it's working, Craig. It's working. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So you know how we do. On the beer run, we got four downs. We're going to talk about some beer. We're going to talk about some Saints news and the game versus the Lions. We will talk with some Panthers fans about the upcoming game, and we'll give you our keys to victory and some predictions. So referees, get out there, spot the ball. Let's get this thing going. First down, Saints. All right, Craig, what you drinking, bruh? All right, all right, all right. I am still on the very bad tail end of that wagon, but I have got myself a brew. All right, I have got a ginger brew. It's ginger beer, guys. It's ginger, still all right. beer. All right. It's not root beer. It's ginger beer. <laughs> so I'm drinking beer. It's got a bottle cap and everything. It's gonna sound like beer, and for a couple seconds, I'm gonna pretend it is. <laughs> this is actually a spicy ginger beer. Mm. Uh, and I've actually had one of these before, but I'll review it for you here. Mm. I'll tell you what the weird thing is. It doesn't taste spicy. It tastes like a delicious ginger beer that you, you know, throw some vodka in, have a nice little meal. But the back of your throat gets a burn, you know, like you just swallow some spicy food. It's not your mouth. It's your throat. It's really unpleasant. It is a spectacularly <laughs> terrible thing to drink. And I'm, I bought a couple of them. And I'm drinking one on this damn show because I have to have a beer, and it's a ginger beer, and I'm gonna drink a beer on the beer run. Damn it! Hey, I feel you, Craig. But what what kind of spice is it? Is it like the cinnamon spice, or is it like pepper flakes or something no, it, like it's that? It's a it's kind of that ginger, almost like a like a you know that horseradish dry kind of mm -hmm. spice. Mm -hmm. Okay, you know you eat like a big old like you're having sushi and you eat the whole like little wad of ginger off the side they give you. Gotcha. A little bit like that. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, drinking. today I did not have a beer in the fridge, so we will be using vodka and Hawaiian punch. Yay. Hawaiian punch. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I drank when I was 12. Yeah. Vodka yeah. and Hawaiian punch. It's great, man. It's great. <laughs> Anybody got 12 year old, give them uh, some vodka and Hawaiian punch. I'm telling you. <laughs> Don't say that too loud. I got a four-year-old on the other side of the door. It would help her sleep a little bit. That's all yes. I'm saying. Yes. There you go. <laughs> Second down. Let's talk some Saints news real quick. Why? Uh, Malcolm Roach suffered a knee injury, and it looks like 
is going to require surgery. So no. um he's a he's a lost cause like um probably gonna be down for the rest of the year. So that's a bummer. It's just having having a, a quietly good season, then boom, <laughs> squashed like a bug. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Because it's a roach, Dale. Uh, roach. That's it's, that, it's that's a bug it. joke because he's a roach. Man, we call cope in different ways, man. We, we all cope in different ways. I got that gallows humor right now. Yeah, yeah, uh, I get it. I mean, look, you're not, we're not going to have any good news after a game like that. You know, no mm-hmm. one's going to be like, oh, hey, our concussed quarterback with a broken rib, he might clear protocol again. Like, no, no news we're going to have right now is going to be good. Nothing. Yeah. The guys who are, that we know are hurt are on IR. They can't come back this week. So it, as soon as you say news, everyone should just drive into a ditch. <laughs> I'm, assuming, I'm assuming you listen to us while you're driving. I, I listen to podcasts when I drive. Don't, don't drive into a ditch, y'all. Ditch, y'all. We need y'all download. So please. Also, this show is a drinking game. Don't drive while you while you listen to this show. <laughs> drinking game rules available on Twitter. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, Derek Carr injured again. Uh, looks like he's dealing with another concussion. Also, like uh, rib and back um, and shoulder, but they said the shoulder checked out. So he's got a lot of freaking injuries. This dude should really sit down a week at least. Like, look, say whatever you want about him, you know, being a dick in, in press conferences and not playing well. Tougher than shit. Yeah. Tough player. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't missed a game yet with this now his third knocked out of a game injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, I expect he should miss this one, right? If you're in concussion protocol twice in three weeks, yeah. I mean, the league at some point's got to got to right. tell you to sit this guy down. I mean, part of the protocol is we're all about safety. Right? <laughs> yeah, we're all about safety, but we're gonna let this guy roll back out there, get second impact syndrome, and die. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Man? <laughs> so, I will be shocked if it's not the Jameis Winston show this week. Yep, yep, I agree. Um, so that kind of brings me to this. I'm seeing a lot of stuff on, you know, Twitter and uh, Saints Report, any place Saints fan gather, okay? Um, they're calling for Jake Hayner and Tomas dumb. on the beer chaser call for Jake Hayner. Dumb. That's dumb. I'm, I'm, I love Tomas. He is, he is my hero. He's at least a small chance he's my biological father. I, I can't – that's a terrible take. It's, it's so – if you start your rookie, you're thrown in the towel at that point. Yeah. You have a vet, you have a veteran backup for when your starter gets hurt. You're a game out of first place, and the playoffs are very much still an option. You throw out your rookie, you're throwing in the towel. You you are this close to losing that locker room. Yeah, you got guys calling you out on Twitter during games while they're on IR. Like you have not, you don't have any goodwill right now. You're not going to be like, well, you know, I think we just got to keep doing what we're doing, but also we're going to roll a rookie out there and see how that goes. None of that. It, it it's not. That's not going to work. It's stupid. It doesn't help the team in any way. I I don't I don't man, if you do that, you gotta get rid of Kamara. You gotta trade guys like Lattimore because you're you're telling all these guys that have been here for years and years and years, hey, this season's lost, man. We're throwing it in. You know, better luck next year. A game out of out of the playoffs picture. Yeah, well, we're gonna punt here on essentially third down. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Unfortunately, I, I I agree with you here. <laughs> um, yeah, you you can't you can't send that kind of signal to the vets on his team, and there's a lot of vets on his team. So, yep. um, yeah, you can't do that. Um, so yeah, let, let's talk about this this uh, veterans sending out tweets. Um, Mike Thomas tweeting about Derek Carr during the game. 
uh, you know, we we've we've had a a, a few different uh, different times where Mike Thomas has done this. Um, let's see what what Dennis Allen had to say about that. Ouch! You have an injured player tweeting about your quarterback during the game. I, I ask this as respectfully as I can. Do you, do you have a problem with that? Is it, at some point do you think that player needs to be advised or whatever that that's not what should be happening? Um. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll keep that we'll keep that in house. But um, you know, I guess I was made aware of that last night. So. Kind of jackass question to ask too. Um. <laughs> Uh, well, what are you, are you going? Are you okay with that? Shut up, dude. What the? Th- there's a million ways to ask that question, and I'm, you know, Dennis Allen answered the only way he could. It's like, um, yeah, okay, uh, I'm gonna deal with that and shut up. Mm. Like, nah. the, the whole thing in general is dumb. But Mike, I think Mike was in the wrong, and I'm a huge Michael Thomas fan. Uh, I think there's a chance that he sees that he's not going to be back on the field this year, and now it's like, okay, well, I screwed up vouching for this guy, and I can be critical of whoever I want because why not? So I don't know what it means long term. I I think it was dumb. I, I think you know guys on IR have got a, got a few pain pills, you know, in their system. They got their feet up on the couch, and you get a little bored when you're watching your team look like shit. Yeah. So I don't think there's anything to it. I don't think it's a big deal. I don't think it's going to affect the locker room. I just think it's dumb and it pisses me off. Okay. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get into the game. No. God damn. Can we start in the second quarter? Uh, no, uh, well, I mean, yeah. sure. I mean, we'll, we'll just talk about the whole game. Um, <laughs> the Saints lost to the Lions, thirty-three to twenty-eight. Um, let, let's start with your overall thoughts there of the game. Infuriating, hmm. because if we had just been blown out, we could be firing people. We could be running up the white flag. We could be talking about starting rookie quarterbacks. We could be doing all that shit, but we didn't. We looked like a substantially better team for three quarters of that game. And that's why it makes me so mad because we are better than most of these teams we keep losing to. It's looking that bad early in the game, and we look bad at the beginning of just about every game. It's coming out flat. That's coaching. That's preparation. Because once we get into the flow of the game, our players are better than a lot of teams' players. You know, even with all these injuries, like as once we got over the hump of oh, we are unprepared for this football game. You know, those first five minutes were brutal, and then after those first those five minutes were up. Carr gets on a roll. We're running the ball decently. The defense tightens up. I, I can't. I can't. I couldn't imagine a more clear and concise picture of what coaching failure looks like with a good roster than that game. Hmm. Okay. Um, the Saints went four of four in the red zone this last game, but they are the worst red zone team in the league. I, I can't take anything from it. I can take one thing from it. And that is that you should throw the fucking ball to Jimmy Graham more than three times a season. <laughs> he has three targets this year and two yeah. touchdowns. Yeah. Fuck's sake. Yeah. Like that that's been puzzling this whole year, especially since we've been struggling in the red zone. Um but if, you, know, if you get inside the 10 yard line and you don't have both Taysom Hill and Jimmy Graham on the field at all times, you should be fired, dragged into the street, and beaten. Yeah, I mean, listen. The 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 answers for the red zone was Jimmy Graham, Taysom Hill, and, and Jamal Williams. Alvin Kamara. 
Um, like we we got those three guys. This, well, not, not we didn't get Taysom Hill last year, but we got yeah. these guys for the red zone, and that was supposed to solve all the red zone problems. And it looked like they just never um, initiated the plan at all. They had this, they had this idea in the offseason and never never worked through it. So it's weird, man. Really it weird. is weird. Is weird. Uh, the Jamal Williams not being effective is is more of a bummer than we've been talking about. Because I was really excited about having that short yardage back. You know, he had such a good season last year for those aforementioned piece of shit Lions. Uh, I can't, I can't, I'm, I'm bitter about the Lions because my wife's a Lions fan. So it just, it's, this week has been really, really stressful. Oh, I didn't Twisting know the knife a little bit each time. I didn't know that. Oh. Hey, how did that happen? Uh, they're from Detroit. Okay. Okay. All right. There you go then. All right, uh, Chris Olave uh, was the bright spot on offense. He went five for one nineteen. What did you think about his play? He only had five. They were they were just all deep balls. I know one of them was that tipped pass that he just kind of lucked into being in the right place at the right time. That was Jameis Winston trying to throw a pick and getting bailed out, so that people on Twitter can tell me how good a quarterback Jameis Winston is. That's <laughs> oh, frustrating. Mm-hmm. Uh, Olave is good, man. He he needs to be this guy week in and week out. You know, preferably more than five catches, but. The guy that can that can stretch the field, especially with Shahid out, he needs to be the one. He needs to be a number one wide receiver. That's what you drafted him to be. That's what everyone's been telling me he's gonna be. He's gotta be it now. Okay. And the defense. Um <laughs> we still have trouble covering the tight end. Uh a porter went off nine for one forty and a touchdown. Um, I don't know what it is that we're not doing against tight ends or we would still have the personnel to cover tight. I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what it is. We don't have a true slot corner. Okay. And both of our safeties are slow. Okay. And we were down one of them this week. Mm-hmm. Tyron Matthew is a ball hawk and he's a stud and he's in the right place at the right time all the time, but he's undersized and he's, he's lost a step. Mm-hmm. Marcus may before he got hurt, lost a step. Now we got rookies trying to pick up the slack, and he's a fifth round pick from Wisconsin. What do you, I mean? It's just it's tough, man. Our safeties are not. I've been protected for the most part by elite corner play, and with Marshawn Lattimore out, that corner play is being exposed. It's making the safeties do more of the lifting. We've been beat up by tight ends all season, especially the last few weeks. The only tight end that didn't beat us up is Kyle Pitts because that guy sucks. <laughs> but, yeah, you don't have a slot corner. You you don't, you know, your linebackers are, are downhill guys. You know, you, your safeties can't run with these these big freaks. You know, the age of the tight end, I think, is coming into its own lately. All these six foot six guys that that run like Jimmy Graham used to, you know? Yeah. Jimmy yeah. was was a freak of nature when he was doing it. And now it seems like everybody's got a couple of those guys. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So yesterday I was watching along um while I was watching Monday Night Football, um, the play call sheet from STWF TV, they started talking about the Saints a little bit. Um, and I will say, you know, they were like brutally honest and and just gave their take. Now it's two, two clips, just about a minute each. Um, I want you to respond to some of the things that they're saying, because Can I curse? No, sure, you know, <laughs> it's, it's the beer run. So <laughs> um, let, let's check these guys out. So y'all remember 
maybe last year, I was trying to tell them. Mickey Loomis, Mickey Loomis, he's the great, he's the best, he's the best. Well, guess what? Y'all got to look for it next year. Saints fans. As of right now, going into next year, y'all are approximately $89 million over the salary cap. Oh, yeah, they kept kicking that. They've been kicking that camp for years. Yeah. They've been kicking that camp for years. How you at 87.8 with, like, no one outside of Olave and Rasheed worth talking about? That's worth that type of money. That's crazy. Derek Carr is your biggest cap hit. Yeah, well, we all knew they were stuck on stupid for that. Your right tackle is your second big. Your right tackle. Not even the right tackle. It's the right tackle. <laughs> <laughs> but it just puts stuff into perspective as far as I know we get frustrated. Yeah, I'm going to bring them up. A lot of people get mad at Jerry Jones and whatnot. But sometimes the best deal he makes is the ones he don't make. In the perspective of that, the one thing I do like about it is they draft very well and they pay their own. That part I like. And guess what? If they can't afford to pay you, we'll let you go to free agency. We'll get a comp pick for you. Yeah, that's a long way to do it. It's been 28 years and counting. But I'd rather go that way versus taking the risk. Now, if you got somebody who's a can't miss out there that's available on the free agent market, you got to make that run. So, coach, coach is a, a Cowboys fan, of course, and that was his criticism of our team building, salary cap management, that sort of thing. So if, if I wanted to, if I wanted to get advice about how to win a championship, I'm not going to ask a fucking Cowboys fan. All right, <laughs> fucker was in diapers last time they won a championship. Fuck you. <laughs> Eighty nine million. That's way less than usual. We're fine. I'm not even worried about it. <laughs> Well, it was like 115 or something last year. I don't yeah, it was, shit about the salary it was, it was pretty bad last we year. Yeah. Rebuild anyway. We're we're gonna get a new coach. We're gonna draft in the top ten. Fuck it. You know how you how you rebuild your salary cap by drafting really high and having young players you don't have to pay. We're gonna get a top ten pick and we're gonna do that this year. I'm not even fucking. If next person talks to me about the salary cap is getting a bottle upside the head, I swear. To oh man. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, that's. That's that's what the the people on the outside are saying. I just you know want to bring it in and have, have to discuss it a little bit. So there we go. We don't even play the Cowboys, and you put a Cowboys fan on my damn podcast. I swear to God. <laughs> Third down for what? Joining us today on Third Down, we've got Carolina Dad from Two Growls, One Roar. And we got Nick from Roll Coverage. What's up, y'all? What's up? That's right. (laughs) That's right. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Um, You guys. I don't care how bad y'all's record is. I still hate you. Yeah. That's right. That's what it's supposed to be. (laughs) Hey, everybody hates pond scum. It happens. That's right. Our Carolina fans are back. For another round, welcome them in. That's right. That's right. So let's get to it, guys. Um, you guys fired your head coach. Mm. Um, and so, Nick, I saw that you did a breakdown 
of Chris Tabor's uh, first press conference. Yep. Uh, what, what's your first thought to Tabor? Tabor, um, I looked at his pedigree. I actually have a video coming out, hopefully tomorrow, of his full like history, where he came from, you know, uh, just everything. And I'm really excited for the future. It's unfortunate we're only going to get him for six games. Well, at this point, five games. Uh, because I don't think he's going to be retained long term. If he is, he's just going to go back to special teams or something else. Um, I expect him to absolutely go after filling that head coaching position, but I just don't think that it. W- there was no way that it was going to be measurably better by getting rid of a head coach. No team goes, "Hey, we were one in ten. Now we're going to win eight shirts. You know, six straight." That's not a normal, you know, thing unless you're firing him the first or second week week into the season. So. Overall, Chris Tabor, I like all of his press conferences. I like his demeanor. I like the happiness. If you haven't checked out the breakdowns, he actually has a bell that he likes to mess with people with. Mm. That's what we need. We need something. We need it to come together. He is the best option right now. Like a Mississippi State cowbell kind of situation? No, apparently it's like a hotel bell. And apparently it it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, oh, yeah, I didn't even think about it. It was just there one day. So I just decided to start using it. It's like, okay. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Why not? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, you, you got to do something to change it up, I guess. So, sorry, um, Dale. There's a whole other argument we're going to have on like second down, Dale. All right. You keep that change to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. Well, Carolina, that, what, what's your thoughts on Tabor? Yeah. It's, it's similar to what Nick said. I mean, there's only so much you can say taking over a team like this. And he, was retained last year when Matt Rule was fired, Steve Wilkes took over. So it's pretty uncommon that you see a, you know, a coordinator stay around for the new coach, but he's a really good coach, really good special teams coach. And this year, I think Tepper decided he messed up. I I think he knew he messed up not pulling in Wilkes at least for a year and seeing how that worked out. This was the move that whether Tabor does good and he wins when now he lost one, but if he won the next five games or if he loses the next five games, it's not going to be, you know, Panthers aren't going to be like, oh my gosh, I really want this guy. We love him. He's fun. That's all he, he, he talks about fun, being relaxed. All his chips are in, which makes me wonder like, is he going to try anything tricky, but it's, it's short term. And I think it's just, for up for me and Nick as we get into the the off season, just shaking our heads at what is this organization doing right now? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I actually have a whole tinfoil hat theory, real quick, to go back to what you said about mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, bringing Chris in and the, and the happiness of everything. Um, I think that Tepper did decide to cut bait early. I'm not sure if we're going to talk about this later. So if I'm if I'm you know getting too early oh, yeah. on this, yeah. but uh, I honestly believe that that first press conference, um, Carolina Dad's gonna remember it, where Frank was like, "Oh yeah, I don't really like going into these meetings and stuff like that." That was week four. I think that there yeah. was already like something behind the scenes where Frank was like, "This." This dude's annoying. I don't want to be here. And eventually it just got to the point, like after that, specifically after that moment, if you go back and look at his pressers, he's just kind of going up there and he's like, just digesting it. And then he goes, well, you know, this is what we're going to do for the team and everything like that. It's very bland at that point. So I think that the decision was made long before then in Frank's mind, at least he's like, I'm not going to survive. So whatever, let's just figure it out. And we're just going to kind of go from here. So Chris Tabor actually having a little bit more of a, a leeway and a little bit more mm-hmm. of a runway for it is going to give him a, a great opportunity. Like he said, see the timing to me was a little bit weird, you know, because, you know, Reich, 
it's usually the third Reich that has the biggest problem, and this is year one. So, you know, yep. the, the first Reich isn't usually when they get all genocidal and stuff, but, you know. We just need to watch out if he decides to go, yes. uh, you know, coach in the Bundesliga or something. There's no way. Uh-huh. We, we got to stay away. <laughs> oh, um, man. So along the same lines, do you believe that the, the owner is too impatient? And do you believe he's like a, a micromanager? Because... I mean, with, with Reich saying the things that he said, the way he felt at that press conference, to me, it, it sounded like, you know, you had one of those jobs where you got that micromanaging boss, you know, you, you got you to gotta submit all these different forms and all this kind of mess. And, and that's what he was going through. Um, is, is that what you saw, Carolina, there? Yeah, I think that's the general consensus because he also i don't know if y'all know owns an mls team here charlotte fc he's fired two coaches there Mm. in the span in a very short time same thing like they just made the mls playoffs and he fired the coach he fired two in two years yes (laughs) so you've got that mixed with the football and that people are saying that they're like why do you want to come here even this past week, uh, I think it was Diana Rossini is reporting that there's communication happening around the league about coming to work in Carolina, you know, as, as a coach. And when you start like really getting into it, there's this theory that we want to have Ben Johnson, or he's one of the hot names out of Detroit offensive coordinator. He interviewed here last year. Well, Deuce Staley, who was let go by the, you know, when uh, Tabor took over, was at Detroit last year. And you know that he's going to be texting him up and saying, hey, man, this guy has, you know, runs all these kind of meetings and it's this much pressure. And he's coming in and telling us to run more RPOs. Like some of it may be, you know, stretched a little bit, but he's he's involved. And Nick, I, I know you probably have some thoughts too. Guys, guys. Oh guys. boy. Dude, if, if we got an hour, I could drop a lot of F bombs and say a lot about David Tepper, okay? Um, as as somebody that is getting their getting just getting their degree, I have known where near the aptitude or ability of David Tepper. The first thing they teach you in finance is if it's not working, don't keep holding it. So he's gonna just cut bait with as many people as quickly as possible. But the problem is is like he said, he's way too involved. Like the rumor is now that, um, oh God, what's his wife's name? I, she is blank right now. Nicole. Nicole Tepper really liked Bryce Young. And that's why we might have sided with Bryce. I absolutely <laughs> believe in the core of my wow. bones that yeah. in four to five years when those NDAs are gone and when all the paychecks have been paid to all the coaches and everything, that there's going to be Reich, Josh McCown, Deuce Staley, and all of them to come out and be like, we all said Stroud and that asshole said Bryce Young. Yep. Not um, saying that Bryce Young isn't good, isn't good and can't be good. Just I'm right saying. now, if you're not going to give <laughs> yes. your head coach the ability to pick the quarterback, you're not going to even keep your head coach past 11 games. The guy who threw your first touchdown as the at, like that, there's a lot that Frank Reich would bring home and like re- start rebuilding Carolina. And the first thing you do is cut him out. That that shows to Ben Johnson. That shows to everybody. This is not a place you want to go. That's why, to be honest, that report, Carolina Dad actually talked about it briefly um, on uh, on his Twitter, which is amazing. Follow him. Dude's got so much analytical stuff. Yeah. But we might actually end up getting subdued with Bill frickin' Belichick, which means Bill O'Brien will be oh, our God. offensive play caller we'll because it. he was Bryce's play caller in college. Ah. Uh-huh. 
The Saints weirdly have a really good record against Belichick. So yeah, dude, bring it on. Like, bring it on. Let's get crazy with this. Let's, <laughs> That's all right. Guys, you're missing the big point that your your uh, owner pointed out the other day. Uh, way more concerts and stuff. Concerts, uh, venues. Know, like, all these different like venues are coming. You know, it's it's a cool. Oh to have Taylor God. Swift, I think, is the name he said. You know, it's, it's I thought fun. it was Beyonce. He couldn't even land Taylor it Swift. Yeah. It was Beyonce. Yeah, yeah, he, he couldn't land Taylor Swift. They're the same person. <laughs> yeah. yeah, He. it's funny. So that he comes out and says that, ticks a lot of people off, which I always say, like, rightfully so. I went back to his very introductory press conference. Same exact speech. He said, I'm going to bring music and bigger events to the city of Charlotte. I'm going to bring um, high school football. He didn't talk about soccer then, but he's like, that's what I'm here for. And then he repeats the same thing. There was a lot of people like getting really in the weeds. We stay pretty close to a lot of our reporters. And there was a group that was basically shunned from being asked to ask Tepper a question in the, in the press conference. They skipped right over him, wouldn't take the question. And last year when we fired Matt Rule, one of our reporters had gotten it, not really getting into it, but take David Tepper off a lot. And he was one of the guys that didn't get to ask a question this year. So it's some weird, weird stuff. Like he's definitely controlling so, the narrative. So he yep. said he wanted to make high school football a, a priority, which is cool that he's trying it with the Panthers. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Exactly. Thank you. Oh my exactly. gosh. But that press conference was, was a, should have been a sign to so many people in that one. You can see him literally take the question, get like a shitty face, and then respond oh, yeah. in a shitty way. Like he was. he was absolutely taking stuff to heart. And the reason why that press conference lasted 13 and a half minutes is because he couldn't handle it. <laughs> and I, I think honestly, he's got like a tell. And if somebody, there's gotta be somebody out there that can figure it, figure mm -hmm. it out specifically. But there's a point where he like really like rubs the top of his head right here. And then literally a question later, he's off the podium. So yeah. I think he was basically like telling his PR team, like, yeah. Yeah, get the hell, uh, get me the hell out of here. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> and, and if he touches his ear. Cause he had nothing positive to say. It was all that that BS about get, bringing Beyonce to Charlotte. Like, no offense, who cares? We're here to win football games. Unless she's going to play left tackle. Uh, I I would sell my car to see Beyonce play left tackle for the Panthers against Snyder. Oh, no. she, she would. She would. Uh, she would. Oh, that'd be bad. Might might work out. You know we. We don't have too many sacks on a year, so it might work out. You know? Yeah, but we haven't played any pop stars yet. Let's, let's okay, just wait it. till you get icky. Oh. Yeah, right? It's basically Taylor Swift at left guard. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, All right. Man. Let's talk about the game last week. Uh, the Panthers lost to the Bucks, 21-18. Fuckers. Um, mm -hmm. But <laughs> listen – Positively, from what I saw in the stats, it looks like you guys found something good in Chuba Hubbard. He had 104 yeah. yards rushing, two touchdowns, and this was a draft pick a couple of years ago. Um, what are you seeing from uh, the running game, Nick? Oh, I'm going to let him go first. Okay. Carolina oh, Dad's got to take this. All right. Oh, you're good, man. No, we've been pounding the table to give Chuba the ball all mm. season. Would you say and you keep pounding? Keep pounding. That's right. Pounding the table, man. Great setup for me. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's, it is a head scratcher how I, I don't know if, I mean, I think it partly is the scheme, but to see Miles Sanders go from what he was with the Eagles to here, I mean, it's, it's terrible. I, I, went, I want him to be successful, but it just hasn't panned out. We paid him a lot of money and I feel like the staff because of that says, oh, well, we got to get him his 10 or 11 touches. Yeah. 
Chuba goes off. That was our first hundred yard rushing okay. uh, game up for for a player this year. I think the Bucks, the second they said on the broadcast, I think that was the second hundred yard rusher this season against them. Mm. And he's running the ball so well. At the beginning, it was poor conditions. We get into the end of the game. It's 21-18. We have the ball. It's third and third and two. We need two yards, and he's running the ball well. We throw the ball in back-to-back plays, and then that was the game. And I'm like, you don't give him the ball at least one time in that situation. And, yeah, they turn it over, and that's all she wrote, really. But, yeah, I would love to see him continue to get the ball, but I don't know. It's but it's hard to know what running behind Beyonce and Taylor Swift on my left side. <laughs> that part may not work out. <laughs> yeah, that's that's honestly been the problem though. Like I think it's uh, the expectations were set so high. Like we're a quarterback away, we're a quarterback away. Yeah. But then so many people looked at that roster and were like, "Oh, Chark was good, I guess. Uh, Lavisca was, yeah, sure, he's Kmart Debo Samuel. But um, we can't even protect Bryce Young to get two yards. How are we supposed to win football games?" So I think that it was just a, a, a bad start in general for the team. The the losing is going to continue, unfortunately. Um, I really don't expect us to win more than another game. And if we win more than game. a game, I'll be very surprised. My prediction was that we would have three wins. So I'm, yeah. I'm getting real close. Okay. But I, I just think that, he, yeah, he's right. The running game finally uh, picked up. We finally were able to get Chuba more than, what was it? Was it 23 car- carries that game? 25. 25. Okay. So yeah, that's something we need to do. But if that's the case, then we need to completely change everything. We can't feed Adam Thielen at that point. We can't be taking these massive shots downfield. We really need to commit to the run game. But we also can't do that because our offensive line is basically made up of us four. And no offense, we can't block Von Miller with the four of us. So Maybe right um, now because I think he's in jail. Oh, oh perfect. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Him and Henry Ruggs, oh we can block them. We got this. <laughs> but other than that, like we we can't stop a nosebleed. Like yeah. it's so, so, so bad. I'm glad JC Horn is possibly back. You know, he was on a pitch count before. Oh, There's so many other options, but the person that torched us is the person I said we should have traded for. Mike Evans. Dude is ridiculous. Him and Bryce Young would be electric. Never gonna happen in a division, though. Good. If he, I need him to go yeah, out of the told. damn division. I'm tired of Mike Evans. Yeah. God damn. Dude, yeah. I told you. So my, my, my prediction. I won't understand why. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. But you have Chris Olave and Mike, Mike Thomas right now. And then you guys. Yeah, not right now. <laughs> oh, is he out again? Thomas is on yeah. IR. Yeah. Oh, man. Shahid oh, is God. hurt. Olave is concussed for the third time in two years, but healthy. Oh my right God! Now. So you have the Panthers' wide receiver core. <laughs> well, oh your gosh. starting quarterback is under center, and ours is in concussion protocol for the second time in three weeks. And you're well, probably hey, getting James Winston hmm. this week. We're probably going to pull our our number one pick quarterback for your former quarterback Dalton to well, sneak a starting Dalton. So, please, oh like, God, I would love that so much. I, starting Andy Dalton would be the dumbest decision ever. Like just oh, let right sure. stop well, there. the Panthers. So like yeah. that's probably up next. <laughs> oh, <laughs> please don't tell me that. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. So that that was gonna be my next question. Um, I saw J.C. Horn was back, uh, but yeah, Mike Evans will went off, still went off for 162 yards receiving, one touchdown. Um, the secondary, what what's going on in the defensive uh, backfield there, Carolina? That it's a lot of injuries, but at the same time, it's the same things that we've 
really seen, at least with Mike Evans, mm-hmm. since I've been here as a, as a fan torching us. So he did have one play. It was like when that's what it was. So we went up. And so I went back and looked over the last three games at the time that we've been ahead in a game and the time that we've been trailing. We've been ahead 10 seconds over the last three games. We've had a lead for 10 seconds. And it was that the 10 seconds that we had scored. And then they get the ball and they score on a 75 yard touchdown pass. And that was it. And I don't know. I mean, you do have a lot of turnover there. We did have JC Horn on the snap count, but you've also got players like Jeremy Chin who kind of fit as a nickel. That's just not being utilized. Like if Jeremy Chin had been healthy, before the trade deadline, he was on IR. I think he would have been traded like to the Eagles because his name was okay. coming up. Okay. Um, I feel like, you know, you look at how many points are giving up per game. It's not great. It's like 29th or 30th in the league. Yardage wise, we're trending in a, a decent direction. It doesn't like when you look at the two, you're like, oh, we're like top 10 in yards allowed per game, but then almost the worst team in the league when it comes to giving up points. So I don't know. I mean, at this point with, Five games to go. Horn trying to get healthy. Dante Jackson's out there. He's okay. Hasn't been bad, but yeah, um, issues at, at safety, keeping Von Bell healthy, just okay. part of um, part of the season. But yeah, do you think the discrepancy is is a red zone defense problem, or is it like short fields because your offense sucks? Like there has to be a reason <laughs> that you know you have that kind of a kind of a gap, right? The short fields are absolutely a thing. I think. Um, I mean, I I stopped tracking it, but earlier in the year, like tracking points off of turnovers or just field position, like giving them prime opportunities. Like going back to the Tennessee game, when we give the Titans the ball, I mean, Bryce fumbles and they get the ball in like the 20, they're 20 going in or something. It's like you can't stop teams like that. So you're going to give up a lot of points when you're giving them really good field position. And so, yeah, it's this is a bad year, man. You know, first team eliminated from the playoffs. <laughs> like, good gosh. So I uh, started my pod. I was like, FSU, Georgia, and Carolina Panthers eliminated from the playoffs. Yeah. God. <laughs> I did. Yeah, okay. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, Nick, if the Panthers come out with the victory this weekend, what does that look like to you? Boy, uh, how uh, you guys need to uh, call a ambulance if that's the case, because there's a bunch of y'all that are getting carried off the field. Um, I think you guys might end up having to play like you know nine or ten guys on the field. Um, maybe some, maybe play some coaches out there too. That's the way the Panthers are getting this win. I think that you guys have a really, really stout defense, and unfortunately, we haven't been able to generate the pressures that we've really wanted. Brian Burns hasn't unfortunately or hasn't fortunately showed up in the sack department. Um, even uh, oh geez. Why am he I got ejected last game, off? too. Yeah, oh. yeah, that was crazy. He probably um, not this open face. Case. Yeah, yeah, his little smush. Like, eh. I just don't think that right now with the issues we've had previously, ball security, ball safety in general, Bryce just dropping it and stuff like that. Like, you guys are a harder play anyways because you're in division so i just think that if it's if we're going to beat you guys we're going to he's going to have 350 passing yards and three touchdowns no picks but that hasn't showed up in the nfl yet so i don't believe in it yet Mm -hmm. well i'm going to give you a couple reasons that you might be more optimistic than you currently are all right so our run defense is terrible like objectively terrible running quarterbacks running back doesn't matter running defense is bad right 
banged up. Cam Jordan might not play. If he's going to play, he's going to He played 17 snaps last week. He's going to be a pitch count. Pete Warner was out last week. He might not play this week. Marshawn Lattimore is out this week. Defense is, you know, they're opportunistic, all that kind of good stuff. They're banged up. Offensively, move the ball really well. Don't score in the red zone. There's a lot. We don't play as well at home. We've now played three division games. We have scored two touchdowns. Both of them were by a running back who is no longer on the team. Which one? We have not scored a division touchdown since we played y'all in week, what, two? So uh, didn't score a touchdown against the Bucks. Didn't score a touchdown against the Falcons a couple weeks ago. Uh, we scored four touchdowns against the Lions, who have the worst red zone defense in the NFL. Our quarterback's probably not going to play. We're going to have Jameis Winston, and everyone who tells me on Twitter that Jameis Winston is better than Derek Carr are going to be real fucking quiet after this one because he's not going to do well. Uh, hey, you want to? I, I got a stat for that, actually. From okay, Pan- Panthers on tap, Jameis Winston is 0 and 2 as Saints starter against the Panthers. Stats in those two games is 36 of 63 for 464, one touchdown, and four picks. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about well. right. <laughs> so, right. so Jameis is the one that I thought that if we if somebody needed a backup, I thought y'all should have traded him. But clearly, that was the right decision to keep him. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is this is going to be. He came in relief three times already this year. Car keeps coming back. He's fighting through these injuries, but he's now got two concussions, hurt his shoulder. He's got a rib injury now, so he's getting beat the hell out of. Which speaks to our offensive line not being the premier unit in the NFL. I was hoping it was going to be. So. As, as much as you guys are gloom and doom about being one in 10 and don't have a head coach and everything, we are way more pissed off over here because we thought we were going to be something. We thought this was going to be a roster. We remember this first show we were on. I rewatched it before we got on here and I'm all excited. I'm all yeah. pumping my chest. How we're going to win 10 games. We're going to be the shit. We're going to win maybe seven at this rate. You know, I'm, I'm going to the game in a couple of weeks and I don't know if I want to. <laughs> it's getting yep. rough, man. It's getting rough. And uh, the, yeah, I'm, I'm straight up y'all one in 10 and I don't expect to win this week. Mm. Wow, that's that's tough for you. Do it you is. think we start need to start having the conversation that Derek Carr is getting towards the twilight of his career? I think we had the conversation that our coaching staff is not good enough to put him in a position to win games. Mm. So I they're mean, asking him well, to do it for him. He didn't have the coach in in uh, the, for the Raiders. So what what coach does he? I, need? I am not sure that the the coaching with the Raiders is any any worse than what we have now. Pete Carmichael has been. Sean Payton's coattail rider his entire career oh, and is completely incompetent. Oh, yeah, they're God. saying your head coach is pretty much done. Sean the Payton we get. getting you a career. So now you're over here like, oh, well, we'll just make Jameis Winston and Derek Carr work. You know, I don't need Sean mm-hmm. Payton. And that Drew Regas guy, he was a bum. Who cares about that? We're going to be fine. Pete Carmichael is the scourge of my existence, and I'm way too sober for this conversation. <laughs> if you become a Panthers fan, we call that guy Scott Federer. <laughs> yes. There you go. I did see a GoFundMe for Derek Carr's contract. Yep. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Try, try to find that buyout. Yes, buyout. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. And then Derek there was Carr a – Derek yeah. Carr last week started the game one for five with an interception. And the interception was a pass he threw that hit our tight end, Jawan Johnson, in both hands. Oh, my God. Dropped it, kicked it over, picked off. First oh. play of the game for us. Uh, yeah, after the first like... quarter, he went. He completed his next fifteen passes in a row. So wow. he got it together, and then he got concussed. So mm. one step forward, two steps back. The whole season yep. on offense, it's been disgusting. What, yeah, um... when it was, I was saying it was like twenty-one to nothing, and then I was like, oh my gosh, this is like. And then y'all came back. I was, I didn't get to you know see it the, the finish of it, but yeah, they made they made yeah. like a competitive game at least. Mm-hmm. So yeah. 
Yeah, I couldn't just tune out and not get stressed out about it. They had to make it stressful. Blow out yep. three. That's right. Thank you, man. Do it, you know. I'm gonna go play with my kids or something like that. But no, they gotta drag me back in and make me care some more. They do, man. That's what they do. Heartbreakers, I'm telling you. The worst. All right, let's go with predictions. Carolina Day, let's start with you. What what did you see Uh, happening this weekend? Yeah, Panthers are averaging 15.9 points per game, creeping up from 15.7 ahead of last week. Hard for me. I've said we are everyone's get right game. There's been some up and downs where I've picked us a few times. I'm not picking the Panthers. I just did my preview. I haven't posted it, but I've got Saints 28, Panthers 20. Okay. Wow. Four touchdowns. Gimme. Yeah. (laughs) We give them away over here. I I want them. Yes, please. (laughs) All right, Nick. What you got? Um, that's a tough one, especially with everything that you brought up about injuries and everything like that. I'm still going to give it the Saints are going to win. I don't think it's going to be that high of a score. I think in total, there might be a total of 40 total points scored. Um, So if that's the case, you know, I'm probably going to lean somewhere like 24-16. And, you know, one of those would probably be like a pick six or something from Jameis Winston or something like that. But I don't think our offense really can do it. If we get, if you guys half your defense is out, I'll take it. Let Chuba run all over y'all. I'll take the W. Run away with it. But um, if that doesn't happen and we lose, um, yeah, like I said, if we get one more win this year, I'll be happy. There you go. All right. Uh, Carolina Dad, tell us about your your channel and, and where people can find you. Yeah, so two growls, one roar, got a single hoodie. Uh, but you can follow on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, X, whatever, and YouTube. And wherever you get your podcast. All right, gotcha. All right, Nick, what about you? Yep, um, I'm Roll Coverage on YouTube, Roll Coverage Pod on Twitter and X. Haven't diversified myself to TikTok or anything yet. That's coming here soon. So just go follow me on there. I appreciate y'all. All right. You guys uh, give these guys a follow. Uh, we do appreciate you guys coming in again. And, um, you know, look, hopefully we can find uh, another uh, Bucks fan and a Falcons fan and we can get together and do an NFC South. Podcast yeah. together. That's what I'm looking forward to. I intentionally good. did not come on the show the week that we were playing the Panthers because I have no intention of talking with Panthers fans. It's <laughs> not part of what I want to do. Oh, J- 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 Twitter's so bad right now. Twitter's oh, it is. They're talking about Bryce Young won't throw for three thousand yards the rest of the season. Ooh. Yeah, there we go. Wow, if it gets up to twenty nine hundred yards. I'm going to be real mad. <laughs> <laughs> Hot stuff on the Twitters, y'all. I might get three thousand this weekend. Let's let's all be let's on the break. It's fine. <laughs> all right. Well, we appreciate you guys joining us again, um, and uh, we will reach out again when we when we can talk. So yeah. Yeah. See you Thank y'all. Yeah. Appreciate it. See y'all. Thank Later, you guys. All right. They're gonna go for it here on fourth down. All right, Craig. Fourth down. Let's talk about. The game. Now, what what do you see happening? Well, what's your what's your thoughts about how this game unfold? First and foremost, those two don't know what the hell they're talking about. They're the worst. I hate those guys. I say this every week. They're fine. <laughs> uh, I yeah, I'm, I meant what I said. I don't feel good about this at all. Yeah. I think there's a very good chance we split these two with the Giants and the Panthers, which we are objectively better than both of. Uh, because we don't stop the run. They're both going to run downhill on us. You know, we don't play well at home. 
we're no longer playing the worst red zone defense in the NFL, and we might not have a quarterback for one or both of these games. So, no, I don't feel good about it at all. Like, I'm going to pick us to win because I'm a Saints fan, and if I ever stop picking us to win, I want someone to punch me in the face. But until that time, <laughs> God, I, yeah, I don't feel good about it at all. I, if we win, it's going to be an ugly, drag-out kind of thing. It's going to be like week two mm-hmm. again, Ugh, but with lower expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, just looking at the Panthers, they are 30th in total scoring. Um, so offensive scoring, yes, yeah. So to me, well, it's because they suck mostly, yeah, right, right, yeah. So to yeah. me, hey, one of the keys of the game is going to have to be putting up points, especially early. What we should score points to win a football game, yes, Dale, yes, yes you're, you're being crazy, Dale. Come you on, know, I this is luminary shit right here. You got to write this down. <laughs> This is this is great analysis here, Craig. Okay. I don't know. I don't even know what to tell you, mate. Can you get on the phone? Can we get can we get like Dennis Allen and those guys? Like, I think they need to know about your your breaking news plan that they should try to score touchdowns. My God, Dale. Brilliant. Brilliant you know, stuff. Let's let's try something different this week, Craig. Score touchdowns. <laughs> scoring touchdowns is different. <laughs> try something different this week, you. Craig. I hate you. But yeah, well, man, we, we, we got to get them out of running the ball. And the way to do that is score early. Is scoring early, but we don't score early. Yes. We, we let people score two or three times and then we start scoring. <laughs> We're polite like that. Yeah. We hold yeah. the door. So we, we cannot start slow um, because I'm, I'm afraid if we do start slow, we're going to see Chuba Hubbard running for over 100 yards again like he mm-hmm. did last week. And you know we already we already suffer against the run, so that's the so best I, way I to play like defense. To, to beat the Saints' defense up, you have to have two of these three things: you have to have a receiving threat at tight end, or a mobile mobile quarterback, or a good running game. Mm-hmm. If you have any two of those three, yeah, then you're going to score points on the Saints. Yes, and I I don't know what their tight end situation is, but I think Bryce Young can run. And I think that they can have a good running game. So I think those are two of the three things that means they can score points on us. I don't know if they will because, again, they suck. But so do we. We just don't suck as bad. It, it's it's a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Look, I can't I can't look down at anybody else because at any given time. We have four more wins than them. Of course we can look down on them. They no, suck. They're no. terrible. They're <laughs> one in time. This is what's been making me so fucking batty with the Saints crowd right now. We're acting as if we are the worst team in the league. We at any given time, we can be. At any given time, we can be. I get I get that our expectations were higher. But, you know, they expected to be better. You know, how in the offseason, we talk about how Carolina was going to be relevant because they got this number one overall pick and they yeah. rebuilding their cap and they added these pieces. And they are a dumpster fire. Mm-hmm. So this whole thing, like, oh, we're – almost a 500 team and we're in the playoff conversation, but all these fans are like, fire the coach, fire the quarterback, you know, burn the place down, boycott, you know, don't go to games. Don't, don't buy merch. And it's like, fuck you spoiled bitches for God's sake. Were none of you saints fans with, with the Aaron Brooks days or before that, when we were objectively garbage for decades. Well, you got, you now got a lot of young saints fans now. So yeah, all these people who started watching when breeze was thrown for 5,000 yards again, yeah, like yeah. what, did you think that was normal? Did you think that the Breeze yes. era with Sean Payton was just all? It was always going to be like that. Shut the grow up. That's that's what young fans. Oh, Peter oh, no, Pan. This, this is the real world. 
sometimes your team isn't elite and we're not even a really bad team. We're just kind of a mid team. I'm like, fuck off all of you guys. Jesus. I hate this is what they do. They want to, they're tearing us apart from the inside. Mm. Great empires cannot fall from outside. They have to crumble from within. And we are crumbling from within from a bunch of people who are like, Oh, well, the worst free agent signing of all time is Derek Carr. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> the worst free agent signing of all time? Not Jairus Bird or Brandon Browner, guys right. who actively ruined Drew yeah. Brees' prime? Yeah. Those guys, are, it's recency bias and it's stupid. It's ignorance. Yeah. God, I'm mad at us. Yeah, it, it, it is a lot of recency bias. Um, it's so, so, dumb. so both of the teams both have 19 sacks on the season. So this tells me we should be able to protect our quarterback. Don't get your quarterback hurt this game. Protect the freaking quarterback. You know, at least we're we're in a unique position where even with our starting quarterback hurt, we have a starting quarterback to play in his place, and we have a young backup, and also we have Taysom Hill who's won games as a quarterback. So it's like we do have more quarterback depth than anyone else in the NFL doesn't mean i want to use it but it's a weird thing it's nice to have i guess um re- respond to this comment uh, we, we got this on the the beer chaser if you use three quarterbacks you can't win you can't win football games so have they seen florida state this year or they've seen bama most years like I, no, the, the phrase that I think they're trying to go with is if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have any. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a way of saying if you have an open quarterback competition and you don't know which one to go with, it's because not one, neither of them is good enough to win the job. So I think that's a reference to that old saying. Um, but no, it, that's not how it works. We have three quarterbacks because we have a starter, we have a backup, and we have a tight end who plays quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we don't have three quarterbacks. We have a quarterback. And we have a backup for that quarterback because you'd have to have a backup. I don't get the whole. I don't. I don't think I get the comment. If you have three quarterbacks, then then you suck. Like what the fuck are you talking about? Every team carries three quarterbacks. Whether one of them's on the practice squad and one's a backup. What the no, hell? Are they're, you talking they're saying about? if you actually playing them in the game, you're not going to win the game. If you're playing, yeah, three because it means two of your quarterbacks got hurt. If you have a third one, what? <laughs> yeah. Correct. You know what, commenter? You are absolutely right. If you have to play a third string quarterback because your first two got hurt, you're probably not winning. Okay. There we go. Um, so my last key for the game, the deep ball should be available. Mike Evans Mike. had a 75-yard receiving touchdown last week. He went off 163 yards total. I need to see somebody go off. So. I mean, you're asking to have chemistry with a quarterback that's only been, you know, hasn't started a game in, you know, two years. Amos is a deep ball god. Yeah, <laughs> I guess, but he's only going to have one of his deep threats. I don't think we're getting uh, Shahid back. Hmm. So, okay. I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah, man. So you want to score points, dunk your quarterback, hurt, and throw deep balls. Come on. <laughs> I feel like all three of those could be accomplished on one play. <laughs> You go. You just drop back. You have some protection. You hit a guy deep. It scores a touchdown. You got three check marks on one play, and then we can just pop our beers and kick back the rest of the time, right? Simple game plan. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, oh, one more thing I wanted to warn you about here, Craig. You brought up the tight end. The Panthers have a tight end from Damn. LSU. Steven Sullivan. 
No, oh, Stephen Sullivan. He used to be a wide receiver. Transition. Yeah, he sucks. Tight end, and he's on the team. So, if Is Sullivan goes starter? off, mm, no, not not really. He's he, he's just a contributor. He's so, probably so like he's, he's not the guy kind of guy on, that on chart. He's not Sam Laporta or uh, no. that guy in Minnesota that kicked our ass. Hot Hodgson, no. Hawkinson, yeah. But if, look, then if I'm he goes off him. like those guys, we got hey, serious Mike. problems. <laughs> If, if he does, he's gonna he's gonna make me actively hate LSU a little bit because you're gonna be insufferable. Hey, you know I gotta point out the LSU. Uh... If but if he goes off, it means he's beating Tyron Matthew. So is it gonna cancel out your LSU love? Oh, yeah, Ooh. yeah. Didn't think about LSU that, did on LSU crime. I don't like that. Crime. Yeah, not good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, give me predictions, man. I don't pick the Saints to lose. I'm not in the business of doing that. It bums me out. Uh, but I don't feel good. Um, 18, 16 Saints. Like, it's going to be ugly. I don't think that we're going to score points with Jameis. I don't think we're going to be able to run the ball very well. And I think I don't know if we're going to st- stop the run very well. But they're not good either. Eight, 18, 16 Saints. It's, it's going to suck. Okay. I am going to say... 27 to 17 Saints. You think we score 27 points? Yes. 27 Jeez. points. Jameis going to look deep for Olave a few times. Going to connect on a couple. Um, yeah. I thought I was the optimist on this show. What is this opposite day? What's going it's, on here? We're playing the Panthers. That's, that's all it come down to. Um, <laughs> yeah, Panthers and Giants in a row, like you gotta win them both. It be nice. Are we? If we if we if we win both of them, we're probably within range of of the division title, and we're not in the top ten of picks. But if you lose one of them or both of them, then you're gonna looking at a great draft pick. So really, is is the whole season in these two games? You win yes. these two games, and you keep pushing. You try to win the the division. If you lose these two games, you throw in the towel. Is that where we're at? Yes. That, is- that would be five and nine, and you'd basically be sunk no matter what. But if you win them both, you're seven and seven, and you're right there. Yeah. Okay. All right. So congratulations, guys. We have a two-week season coming up. Yeah. Um, and I think it's going to make these last two divisional games really important. Um, yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking here, man. But we, we got to win these two games to uh, stay alive. So, man, I hope we do. I hope we do. And then we could be having our favorite discussion, Craig. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? Yeah. We're still a game back as it is. Like, it's still right there. It's still hanging over us. We can't escape it. Destiny comes for us all. Yep. That's it. That's it. All right. That's going to wrap things up for us here on a beer run. Man, what a depressing hour this has been. We, I know you have a choice of how to bum yourself. I'm shocked and surprised you keep choosing us. For the entire BS and Beer Network, for Dave's Loud-Ass Truck, for B-Train, for the Godfather Tumas, for Luke, and for Lil Dice, I am the California Cajun. Have a beer. It's on us. Who that? Remember to follow us on social media at BSN Beer Media. Also, smash the like button on YouTube and share with friends. I'm a good, I'm a good.